0: Welcome to the podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the it's possible guy. Feel free to reach out there with questions or even questions you want answered on the podcast. I actually love answering questions on here. Today is episode 95 and it's entitled Stop comparing where you are now to where you think you would have been. Now, we have this tendency as human beings to make where we are now look really bad and think of everything horrible about it and to think about where we think we would have been. You know, for example, as as single people, we might often feel and think, oh my goodness, if only I had the spouse in my life, if only I had, you know, a wonderful family. Guys, there's plenty of people that I meet that are married that would much rather prefer the single life. We, we also think that everything would have gone, forgive the phrase, but hunky-dory. We think that everything would have been wonderful and perfect and amazing. And you truthfully have no idea. So why do we spend so much time thinking about that? Well, I think a lot of times we just spend time thinking about the things that we don't have. Instead of focusing on what we do have. What if instead of making the place that you are now so wrong, you started making it right? What if you started looking at, man, I'm so grateful for this experience? You know, for me, there, there's plenty of experiences that I, I do want that I haven't had. I do want to be married to the girl of my dreams, and I do want to have a family. You now, granted, if I'd had those things on my timetable when I thought I wanted them, years ago, which is pretty much when I get home from my mission for my church, at like 21, I would have missed out on a lot of great experiences and a lot of great opportunities. I would have missed out on going and being in what's called the Hill pageant, and I would have missed out on performing in that an extra five times. It no longer exists. Nobody else will ever have that opportunity again. I would have missed out on being able to help out so many single people from you know, having to walk the road of being single. So what is it that you're focused on right now? What is it that you're thinking? I mean, I want you to actually think about this. What is it that you think your life would have been like? So, I mean, I'll, I'll play along too, since I'm here. Many times I think that married life would have just been wonderful. And you know, you're, I mean, of course there would, there would have been challenges, but you get to be, you get to be on a team. You get to be on a team. However, guys, the, the flip side of that, that I'm remembering now is I've seen in plenty of circumstances, like for example, we, you know, we, many people want somebody to be on that team to support them in, in growing their business or growing their life or working on cool stuff. Somebody that's going to support them. What if you got the flip side? What if you got married and the person didn't support you? That, would have, that probably would have even been harder.
1: So why do we do that?
0: Well, one of my thoughts, and you know, this goes along, I, I believe the adversary does mess with us. And, and I believe somehow it has to do also with our personal thinking. So let's, let's call it we have God's thinking and we have our own personal thinking. Now there's a scripture that says, My ways are not your ways, neither are your thoughts. My, my thoughts saith the Lord. Well, God's thoughts are always going to be better than our thoughts. So when I'm thinking about what might have been or what could have been, that's my own personal thinking. I, I don't really believe that Heavenly Father would have us continuously focus on our past and our missed opportunities. Because you know what's funny? In this very moment, we are actively missing opportunities. So for me, this, you know, back in college, I used to think that if I had played football in high school, that I would have had a better college experience. <laughs> I mean, even, even the thought of that now just makes me laugh because that doesn't even make sense to me anymore. But at the time, it really did. I thought to myself, oh my goodness, if only I played football in high school, then this college experience would be so much better. Now, looking back on that experience what would have been better is asking myself, well, what do I want to make of this college experience? And if I would have reached out and if I would have connected with people and if I would have just, you know, I mean, the trick to getting people to like you is asking about them. If that's something you're ever struggling with. I, I remember, you know, I had an experience recently where you know, there's, there's a guy I was, you know, I saw him off in the corner at a get together, we were at. You now, plenty of times I've, I've I've talked to this guy, and you know, we haven't really had very long conversations. It's pretty much been well, see you later. But it was interesting in this case because I I, I did things differently. Sometimes, you know, even as a coach, like you feel this. I don't want to say obligation, but you just I don't know because I
1: I, I don't even know how to put this.
0: Like I'm always worried about the right thing to say. I'm always, and and I actually had this conversation with my coach this week that I felt like I always had this need to say something. I always felt like God had sent me on a personal errand to say something important to this person. And, And there are times that that happens, but it's not when I'm sitting there overthinking what to say. And so in this particular case, I just sat down with this individual and they happened to be a very successful individual. And I just asked him, like, what's your secret? And I was genuinely asking. This wasn't, I mean, I was truthfully wondering how this guy does all that he does. And you know what was funny? That turned into probably one of the longest conversations we've ever had, which, you know, it was only, I don't know, 15 or maybe 20 minutes.
1: but. I really enjoyed it.
0: The things that you think are keeping you back from the life that you truly want are not. When we stop worrying, when we stop thinking about what would have been and just focus on focus on what's right in front of us, focus on what it is that we can change in this moment. I can't do a single thing about the past. You know, in the Bible, it says, "Take you know thought for the morrow." But I would even say, not that I'm adding to the Bible, but you could also say, "Take, don't don't even take too much thought for your past." And I thought about the other day as I was writing my book. What if the past was just like this file cabinet? It's a file cabinet that you can reach into and you can pull out folders when you need to. Hey, what did I learn from that experience? What do I want to do better from this experience? I mean, even the things that I've said five minutes ago, yes, I can stop the recording and start over. But, you know, as far as like, they, they've been said, I can't unsay those words. I can't, I can't undo what's already been done. There is no way to change your past.
1: There is only a way to change your future. So why do we do it? I think part of it is just, maybe
0: it's a little bit like turning on a movie. So what happens when you turn on a movie, if you've noticed, and if you haven't noticed let's pay attention. The entire screen disappears and you are involved in the movie. You're, you're actually involved in, in, in the movie. You're involved in just how you would feel if some of those experiences were happening. Now, some of the movies, if they're not very good, you might not get involved in. So what are we doing when we, when we play an ideal past or an ideal thoughts about what our past might be? That's all you're doing, guys. You're playing a movie. You're playing a movie in your head of, oh my goodness, this is what life would have been like. I can almost promise you that would not have been your life. Of course, you would have had wonderful experiences, but you also would have had hard experiences. I mean, there's so many things that I've seen in my life by now. People that did, you know, marry and have wonderful families and then died super young. Other people that married the person of their dreams for them only to change. So it does you no good to focus on the past that might have been. Because it would have never been that way. What if instead of focusing on the life that you think might have been, you focus on the life that still could be? You know, in the example of the Christmas carol, There was nothing that Scrooge could have done about any of his past.
1: Nothing at all. But he was hopeful that he could change his future. I I mean, I might be
0: going out on a limb here, but I'd say that it's oftentimes the adversary it wants us to focus on the life that we could have had. Oh, if only I would have done this different. If only I would have said this to this girl. If only I would have kissed this girl. If only I would have like... All these
1: other things that we think of.
0: Now, some of those things might be helpful to remember. But oftentimes, we have that thought when we're frustrated, when we're upset. And plenty of times when, we're, when we have those thoughts, we make some really bad decisions. It's like, oh, this should have worked by now. If only this was the right, if this was the right thing, this should have worked by now. Oh, if only I would have done this different in my business. If only I would have done this different in my relationships. If only I would have done this different with, if you have, happen to have children.
1: I, I like the other phrase
0: in the Christmas carol that says, and Marley was dead, deader than a doornail. Your past is dead, deader than a doornail. The only thing that lives from your past is your thinking about that. Your thinking about your past is the only thing keeping it alive in you. Is it helping you? Is it serving you?
1: There is so much talking about living in the present moment. Why? Because it's the only thing you can do anything about.
0: I, I can't do anything about yesterday, let alone a few, a few days ago, and especially let alone a few years ago. I mean, it's it just, it just a funny thought. Next time you start thinking about your perfect past or the perfect life that would have been. I want you to
1: just add something like. You know, something to it that makes it not perfect. And I'm, I'm trying to think
0: of something offhand, but I, I can't in this moment. I think you'll realize that your life that you have right now is still beautiful. Do you want to look back in 10 years from now and wonder about the life you could have had in those next 10 years? We do, we spend so much time. It's like, oh, if only I would have done this different. Oh, if only I would have done this different. If only I would have... I mean, so some of the ones for me, you know, if only I would have done things different, you know, with a girl. Like, if only I would have not even worked harder, but worked smarter and just showed up. And, you know, I mean, if only I would have started this podcast six months earlier, I'd already be to episode like 130 or something by now.
1: We can, if only, ourselves to death. I mean, and the funny thing about that is worry and stress. That does take a toll on your health. So how do we let our past go? I I
0: love the phrase. It's in the movie Casper. Casper, ironically, also has the that really cool theme and the music that I just love. Ah, oh, such a great, such a great movie.
1: Somebody asked him, why do ghosts stick around? And his response is, because they have unfinished business.
0: The thoughts that you keep around... Don't necessarily have unfinished business, but they can really mess with your lives. This is kind of, we're, we're crossing over movies here, so let's, let's see where this goes. But if you guys have ever seen the cartoon or the movie Ghostbusters, in Ghostbusters, they have a ghost trap. I, I forget what it's called, and I'm not going to take the time to look it up. But they trap ghosts, and then they put them away in this like giant, giant ghost trap thing. Well, that's what every one of you are doing. That's what
1: every one of us are doing. Is we're taking our past and we're, we're keeping it.
0: We're keeping it bottled up in our mind, thinking, oh my goodness, if I just... Oh, I can't make this mistake again, so I have to remember if only I would have done this different.
1: My invitation to you would
0: be free yourself from your past. But no, Joseph, it's going to motivate me. It's going to fire me up. Does a little kid need to be fired up?
1: Does a little kid need to be motivated? No. They are so excited for life.
0: And they're curious for life. One of the most underrated qualities in life and characteristics is curiosity. See, we want to force ourselves through. We want to plow our way through. Many of the things that I talked to you guys about before, for example, the seven things that I do every day, those came out of fear. It wasn't, oh my goodness, this is what I want to create in the world. This is what it's going to take. It was simply, well, I haven't figured out how to force myself to do the things I love to do every day. And so if I force myself to do these seven things every day, then I'll I'll be fine. I mean, even to the point of reading the scriptures, I, I, I read the Book of Mormon for 30 minutes each day, and I've done this for years. But truthfully, do you want to know why I do it? Because there was a quote that says, if you read 30 minutes a day, that you won't go astray. That's why. You know, instead of focusing on the question, how can I create the most amazing, incredible relationship with my Heavenly Father? It's simply, okay, well, I've just got to read the scriptures each day. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the scriptures, and, I'm, and that will probably continue to be a thing because
1: that's the most important thing to me whatsoever.
0: But many of my other things have been done out of fear. It's simply, well, I haven't made certain things work in this long, if I just show up and do these things each day, at least I'll be getting a little closer. But what they really do is take me away from what I want to be doing. It's like I feel inspired to do something, and it's, and it's like, okay, well, I can't because I've got these other things I have to do. One of the things I'm actually moving more into, this is something I've learned from my mentor, Michael Neal. And one of the things he talks about is how... So this is from one of Michael Neal's newsletters that I receive each day from him. And he, he says, a George Pransky asked, Is life a series of tasks to be completed or experiences to be enjoyed? My first thinking, my first unthinking answer was that it must be a combination of both. both. But when I looked deeper into the distinction, I came to some interesting conclusions. We all have a number of things on our to-do list, whether we write them down, stick them on our computer, or do our best to keep track of them in our head. The quality of our lives is often related to what we do with the items on those lists and how it is that we do them. He goes on to say, normally what works is to slow down and do one thing from the list as if it's the only thing that must be done today. When finished, choose another thing and so on until the list or the day is complete. I have used this approach myself on numerous occasions, and it never fails to relieve the pressure I've been putting on myself to get everything done. So looking at that, and I actually did one of my most popular Facebook video posts about this recently, like just yesterday, so it was roughly around September 1st. And it it was that, like, is life a series of tasks to be completed or experiences to be enjoyed? You know, what if you really enjoyed the experiences that you have right now? If you stop thinking about your past, you will. I mean, an example I like to think of that I I went a little bit off of one of Steve Chandler's and, and kind of morphed it into a little bit of my own was basically if you arrived at a planet and you knew nothing. Like you basically just showed up as you are. And I like, I like to look at it even like you came into this world exactly in the body that you're in now. I mean, almost like, you know, in, in, in religion, they talk about being reborn, almost like you were reborn exactly as you are right now into the present moment with your challenges, with your difficulties, with your resources as well. And you just stepped into that with everything that you had. And when I say with everything you had, with everything you had that day, give the best you can. We, we have this tendency to make everything we do wrong. When yesterday I, I figured out how to do something that I've been trying to figure out for a long time. And, the, and in a nutshell, it was basically how to pull clips off of movies that I could then use in reels. And I figured it out. And it was cool because I that was the impression that I received. It was like, hey, go do this. And I'm like, well, I okay, what do I do? And my guidance was to go to Twitch. Now, Twitch is a channel that it's a website that I haven't been on in a long time. But I went to Twitch, I found I found somebody that knew stuff about video marketing and It wasn't even the host of the room that told me what to do. It was just one of the participants.
1: And it was so cool.
0: I got exactly what I needed. And then I got the rest of what I needed from a YouTube video that I was directed to. And it worked. And now I can do it. And, you know, my thought after the end of that afternoon. Now, this is something I have thought about for a long time. And then I got carried away because I was watching, you know, I was, I was watching these, uh, working on these movie clips, per se. And I got caught up in the story of the show I was watching. And I just watched it for quite a bit of the afternoon. No, some would say, oh my goodness, Joseph, that's a
1: terrible waste. Well, that's what I said. And
0: then on the other hand, what if it wasn't? I mean, I figured out how to do something that... I've wanted to do for a long time that I've been guided to do, that I've worked on. And I also found out another thing yesterday
1: because I went to the right video. When you
0: let your past die, don't hold it on. Don't say, well, I've got to hold it on because it makes me stronger. It gives me energy. It lights me up. Guys, you don't need that. You need to be inspired. Not pressured. Yes, pressure does create diamonds, but it takes a really, really, really long time. And it's not very fun. I don't like that feeling of pressure. I mean, one of the pressures I'm experiencing right now is because my book's taken so long to write. And, you know, some of the chapters are working and others are just, they're just falling a bit flat. And I want it to be amazing. And so I get caught up and well, I, I should have had this done. I've been working on my book for like 10 years. But the funny thing is, if the book was completed 10 years ago, as it was supposed to be, the book would not be very good. And the book wouldn't inspire people like it's going to now. I mean, like now, the stuff I'm writing in this book, I know, and any author worth their salt will tell you, they are guided, they are directed, and they are given what to say. Now, they might differ in what they believe in, but I, you know, I believe Heavenly Father and the Spirit teach me what to write. We got to stop. We got to let our past die. We got to let our past die and what would have been and what could have been and what might have been because you have no idea. You know, in my book, one of the characters, he desires to be an actor. And he's like, well, if only I would have worked harder. If only I would have made this work sooner. And and the mentor character basically says, well, yeah, you could have been famous. Or you could have also been famous. And you would have had no idea what would have actually happened. I mean, in my book, he kind of shares some... Uh, some different circumstances that might've happened of, I mean, we have no idea. I mean, looking even at famous people now, I mean, John Lennon, you know, he, because of his fame and because of somebody that didn't like him, his life was cut short. There's a, there's a beautiful movie and guys, this has been out for a few years. So there's a movie called yesterday. If you plan on seeing it, um, um, Either pause this and go watch it before listening to the rest, or if you don't care, keep going. But in the movie, the character, basically, he becomes, like, it, the world never knew who the Beatles were. And there's a really touching scene
1: where the character,
0: you know, he, he for whatever reason, is the only one that remembers the Beatles music, and he becomes famous, and he's troubled, like he's troubled about you know using somebody else's stuff to become famous, and and some random person comes up to him and gives him an address, and he goes to this address, and I know I'm getting emotional.
1: Like he, he he meets John Lennon,
0: a John Lennon that actually got to live his life. So he goes to this seaside house. And knocks on John Lennon's door and you know, talks to him. And, and this is their dialogue. He says, John? Yeah? Have you had a happy life?
1: Very. But not successful.
0: And then John responds, I, I just said very happy. That means successful. I did a job I enjoyed day after day. Sailed the world. Fought for things I believed in. And won a couple of times. Found a woman I loved and fought hard to keep her too.
1: Lived my life with her.
0: And, and the thing I love about this is so many people think that, oh my goodness, if only I would have become famous. If only I would have become insert whatever here, my life would have been amazing. You have no idea. And of course, you know, John Lennon
1: did die when he was. Merely about 40 because of his fame. You know, I think it doesn't matter
0: what we've done or what we haven't done. It matters, are you living the guided life that you're meant to live today? We got to stop worrying and thinking about what would have been or what we think would have been. Because once again, we make our situation really bad that we're in currently. And we make the one that we missed out on. Really good, because that's what we do. Now we always think that that party that we miss out on is like amazing. And then we've been to plenty of parties that we're like, oh, I wish I was home.
1: <laughs> Release the ghosts from your
0: traps. Release whatever thinking that you have. Whatever it is that you think is holding you back is not. You can still have the life you want. You can still have the life that you desire. You just have to follow the guidance of the Spirit. When you do that, your life will turn out amazing.
1: There's a beautiful song called Glorious Unfolding. It says, take a rest from the fight. You don't have to figure it out.
0: a glorious unfolding. This is the beginning of the beginning. You have so many more amazing things that are available in your life.
1: No matter what. No matter where you're at. And you know what? It's interesting. There was a time that I ran
0: into this particular girl that I'd known... Many, 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 many years before when I was pretty much practically a kid. And when I ran into her, she was married and I'd never told this girl how I felt. And honestly, that night I thought my life was over. I thought I made this horrible, horrible mistake. And there was nothing that could be said because the girl was married. Like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, that's, that's not right. And... But I was eaten up inside. Oh my goodness, if only I would have tried. If only I would have done this. Now, you know what the funny thing is? Me and that girl had a wonderful connection. But I, I've
1: met girls even since then. And
0: had wonderful connections as well. Even even better than I had with this other girl that I thought I totally missed out on. That I thought, you know, I... would I'd done something wrong, and we do that, guys.
1: And it keeps us out of the present moment. When we are guided, when we are directed, life is amazing.
0: You know, the other thing I'll say, because it's just coming to my mind, and I had a really cool experience doing this. I was told by somebody about a lady named Wendy, Wendy uh, Watson-Nilson, she has this 30-day revelation challenge, and you sit down and you open scriptures, I think, I can't remember if she recommends the Book of Mormon or any book of scripture, but especially if you don't, <laughs> then whatever book of scripture works for you, and you ask a question, and then you open that book of scripture, and then you read until you get your answer. Now, I did this, and I had an answer nearly jump off the page. Like, just so strongly and just felt it inside of me. It was amazing. Now, I also tried it a couple times after that, and I don't know if I didn't read long enough or if I was too, like, impatient. Because we want an answer, but we want it now. That was a really beautiful experience for me. Like, one of those that... I shared with you the gist of it, but I'm not sharing what the actual experience was because it was really special. You can get any answer that you need that way, or you know, whatever way works for you. I mean, you could even ask questions like, hey, have I messed up my have I messed up my life? I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna get a a a no to that answer. And how can I make my life better? You can get one to that too. What is the life that you want to create? I mean, if you truly, if you just came to earth as you are right now, and you had the joy and the excitement of having the life that you have right now, what would you do? One of the things that came up for me recently... And it's based on a quote by C.S. Lewis from the Screw Tape Letters that says most men do neither that which they ought to do nor that which they want to do, or basically spend their entire lives doing that. Is do the things that you feel guided to do and do the things that you feel joyful about. I mean, even yesterday morning, I just I looked at my list of things to get done that day, and I really wanted to play the guitar, and so I played the guitar. And it was fun, and I, and I was doing really good, and I was enjoying it. And then I got other stuff done. We worry so much about living the perfect life, probably because we feel like we've messed up so many of our past lives. Wait, I mean, they say cats have nine lives or ten lives or whatever the number is. Do they sit there and worry about all the times they should have died? I don't know, maybe. and I have no idea. Maybe they realize that it's like, well, that's the past. And, and there is something I will say, because it's coming to my mind. In Lion King, Rafiki, he hits Simba in the head. And then Simba's like, ow, that hurt. And he's like, yeah, but that's in the past. And he's like, but it still hurts. Yeah. The past can still hurt, guys. I'm not saying it can't. And there are definitely ways out there to receive whatever help you need. I mean, I've you know been doing the work that I do of transformational coaching which is whatever my clients want of helping them get it. And it's amazing that when we focus more on what we want than where we've been and what we've been through and stop worrying about it so much, like everybody's,
1: everybody's got a past. Everybody's gone through
0: hard times. And if the hard times you weren't going aren't that you're going through right now weren't there you'd be having other challenging times because that's just the way it works like we learn and we grow and we grow through challenges so what have you been inspired to do what memories what ghosts do you need to release from your head do it and if you don't know how, hey, feel, feel free to reach out to me. We can set up a time to we can set up a time to chat or you can even come on the the group call that I run a few
1: times a month. And that one's totally free. Let the ghost out of your head
0: go. Let what would have been, could have been, should have been and step into what will be. Step into what is. Step into what is right now in this moment. What are the opportunities that you have available to you right now that if you let all the ghosts from your past go, you say, that would be really cool to create. I want to do that. 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 And you'll start having a much different experience of life. No, there's a really cool book that I started reading. It's called Design Your Life. And one of the cons designing your life and one of the concepts I like in there is treating your life like an experiment. Just treat it like an experiment. What do you, what do you want to do? And like the thing you said yesterday in there was create three alternate lives, like the one you're living now for the next five years, and a different one. If you lived a different one for those five years. Like if the life you have right now wasn't on offer, what would you do? And if that life wasn't on offer, what's the third life that you would have for the next five years? I thought that was a really cool exercise. I haven't, I haven't done it yet, but I did think it was a cool exercise that I thought would be fun to share with you guys. Step into your life. Step out of your past. Step out of the shadows. Step out of the darkness and go live your life. Go enjoy your life. Go live your adventure. Go love your adventure. I think you're going to have some pretty cool experiences. So once again, what is it that you feel inspired, excited to do? Or what do you feel guided to do? Start living your life as a compass from joy.
1: Is this, does this bring me joy?
0: Let's see what happens. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then, that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down
1: and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where
0: you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy.
1: Thank you guys so much again for listening.
0: And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.